This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go. This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. God, this week is drunk and I hate it. And all I want to do is toss it on a rubbish pile uh, douse it in kerosene and strike a match, Brandon, because everything is ablaze. Everybody's in COVID protocol, it seems like, and unpredictability is abound. So take everything we say with a grain of salt, but who the hell knows? We'll be in uniform and actually playing this week. It could be a bunch of Kendall Hintons under center across the league. So Let's uh, hope not. God, God. Yeah, I, I hear you. Let's definitely hope not. So, Brandon, uh, with all the uh, uncertainty and turbulence in mind that is impacting the NFL here in Week 15, it is the first round of the fantasy playoffs for most people out there. Give me your biggest, baddest, and boldest prediction for this wild slate. Yeah, I don't want to get too, too crazy. I'll just say that Chase Edmonds returns from IR to be a top 20 fantasy running back, which you know is not my boldest take. Right now I have him ranked about 30, but I, I could really see this given the matchup, given James Conner's ankle uh, issue, although he's going to play, given that they're 13 and a half point favorites, really seems like Edmonds, who was kind of held back last week, even though he probably could have returned, is ripe to return and really get fed uh, as Arizona would behoove them to get their touchdown machine back in, in full health working order before the playoffs, and this might be a spot where they're allowed to rest him a bit and let Chase Edmonds, uh, you know, get his get his sea legs back in this one. Yeah, I think that's a great call there on Edmonds. Uh, it makes a, a ton of sense. Again, with Connor banked up, got injured on that second-to-last play uh, in that game against the Rammies, and, man, he was gingerly, to say the least. So he could be extremely limited, though. Like you said, he's probably going to cut it out, and we know what James Conner will do. He'll find the end zone somehow. Yeah. He will. I'm not. I'm not predicting he won't find the end zone. That would be a bold take. I don't, I'm not getting that bold. <laughs> no, I, I would not be that bold at all. Uh, my bold prediction really shouldn't be that bold. But James Robinson, this is the week, America. Finally, our guy is unleashed. You got Urban Meyer. Sayonara. See you later. Don't let the uh, door hitch in the ass on the way out, Urban. Although he already abandoned ship and left everybody high and dry. Didn't even tell everybody. Was, God, that guy's such a dick. I hate him so much. He is King Richard. He really is, yeah. Brandon. That's what he, he is. is. Not Will Smith. It's Urban Meyer. Uh, so Urban Meyer is out. Carlos Hyde is out because he's in concussion protocol. And Robinson is going to get fed. Daryl Bevel was asked, hey, is Robinson going to you know, get a bunch of touches this week? He goes, well, he's our starter, and he's going to do starter things. So that means, yes, he's got to get fed. It's Houston. Uh, it's a glorious matchup. 4.91 yards per carry a lot, 154.5 total yards per game, 17 combined touchdowns, third most fantasy points to the running back position. So Robinson nearly had 15 combined touches the last couple of weeks. I know he's been hobbled by the heel, uh, but I think this is a 20-plus touch game, a guy that's top 10 in yak per attempt, top 10 in total missed tackles forced. And if he gets that kind of workload, uh, Brandon at 14-1 to right now at DraftKings, uh, I might have fired off a of Funston a half unit for him to lead all week 15 rushers in rush yards. Ooh, that's a, that's a spicy one. I like it. And, and I'll throw like in it. one more. Uh, it, it is official. Damian Harris has been ruled out. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, rah, 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 rah. You're just breaking that news to me yes. right now. Yes. It's just, it's I just, just saw it. It's just chicken soup to the soul for me. Oh, so nice. Yeah. But, uh, top 12? Top 12? 
I think so for Ramondre, uh, right? So, I yeah, I love like you know James Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, probably similar uh, areas, but uh, yeah, I think both of them have RB one appeal. So yeah, here's to you, James Robinson. A Jags Nation turns its lonely eyes to you. Can we go with that? <laughs> uh, that is uh, definitely. Uh, spot on, my friend. Ramondre Stevenson very much in the RB1 conversation as we just broke the Damian Harris now out with that hamstring injury here in week 15. Number five. All right, as we do on the pod every single Friday, it's player pickums. I'm going to give you a three-pack of players. You simply tell me who has the bigger fantasy week and hopefully will uh, assist managers in surviving and advancing again in this upside-down a slate of games that we have. And also the good news about Stevenson, uh, that game's on Saturday. So, you know, you don't have to wait the extra 24 hours and run the risk of him, you know, coming down with a positive COVID test. So, yeah. fingers and toes crossed, made the trip, they're quarantined, uh, they are in Indy, and everything's going to be A-OK. But anyway, uh, let's go to quarterbacks here. Here are your choices. Taysom Hill at Tampa Bay. Uh, Dak Prescott on the road in Jersey taking on the Giants or Matthew Stafford against your Seahawks. Uh, I am going I am going to fade my Seahawks. I am going to go with Matthew Stafford here. I love the matchup. Seattle does not get after the quarterback. That's been the issue for Stafford is when he has been under pressure. He has folded of late, but he's got three straight games of three touchdown passes. Uh been been kind of flirting with that 300 yard mark in each of those games uh pretty much every game he flirts with that 300 yard mark i think he gets well over it in this one i think he throws uh three touchdown passes i don't care if odo beckham's out there or not cooper cups enough uh cooper cup could get to 150 to 200 by himself in this one and van jefferson definitely got to have him in your lineup uh ben scourneck i don't know who else gonna step up there if, without odell uh, if he doesn't play I don't, it's gonna be flipper somebody. anderson Flipper Anderson. All right, there you go. So, yeah, Stafford one, Taysom Hill two, Dak Prescott three. Uh, and Flipper Anderson, a very close fourth uh, in that pecking order. Uh, it's Taysom Hill number one for me. And and I understand that it's it's Tampa Bay, and Tampa's secondary is finally getting healthy. But it, I don't care uh, about the passing yards. Uh, that's just boosting the bottom line for Taysom Hill. Uh, his rush yards prop came out at 43 and a half, Brandon. And you know what? Oh, daddy you know what wants. I, oh, daddy want, daddy need, daddy got to have. da 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 yeah, I slam that immediately. Uh, you know, four quarterbacks have gone over that number. I think he is going to be 60-plus on the ground, especially knowing how aggressive Tampa is. Fourth highest pressure rate on the quarterback position this season. And and then, you know, you boost that bottom line with, say, 190 to 210 through the air, maybe get one passing touchdown, maybe one on the ground. And you're talking about a guy that's probably towing the line of the top six this week. Uh, Stafford's really close. I like him a lot. I think it's going to be probably 280-plus, multiple touchdowns. But can that rushing appeal? It's too irresistible for me. Just too downright sexy. Uh, so, for me, give me Taysom Hill. Number four. All right, let's move on. Let's get in our first batch of running backs here, Brandon. Here are choices, and the cat's already out of the bag for me. Cordero Patterson at San Francisco. They're talking about maybe limiting some of his work. I don't know why. Uh, but Atlanta, I guess, is still in the playoff conversation. James Robinson, as we discussed at the top of the pot against Houston. And Aaron Jones at Baltimore. But Aaron Jones uh, dealing with a non-COVID illness and knee soreness. So maybe he's going to play. I don't even know if he's going to. I don't know who the hell's going to play. Yeah, I mean, look, this was before we kind of had the Carlos Hyde and 
Urban Meyer. Like at the beginning of the week, I'm Cordell, Cordero Patterson all the way. But this has to be James Robinson. I mean, it just absolutely has to. You saw Rashad Penny go for 25-plus half PPR points. Jonathan Taylor, 26-plus uh, the game before that. It's been a been a string of running backs of getting rich off this Texans team and uh James Robinson should be the next one Cordero Patterson since week one he's had 11 plus half PPR points in every game except for one it's like 11 of his last 12 he's been like consistency king but the upside is just too juicy for James Robinson this week you know James Robinson is that gift under the tree you know it's like that brand new 70 inch 4k ultra HD television that you've been wanting yeah. And, you know, for the last couple of weeks, it's just like Urban Meyer left him in the box. Ah, you know what? I'm just going to stick with my older TV. I got one of those old school tube TVs. That's Carlos <laughs> Hyde. But we're just going to ride that for a while. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to hook that new one up. It's too fancy, too complicated in the brand new tech. I can't deal with it. Uh, well, guess what? Daryl Bevel can because he's a hell of a lot younger and he's a hell of a lot smarter than Urban Meyer. And he's going to box that puppy hanging on the wall. And we're going to sit back and watch classic Christmas movies in crisp ultra HD. Mm. So high res. I'm in uh. all day on James Robinson. Again, let me give you the numbers. Houston, 4.91 yards per carry allowed. 154.5 total yards per game allowed. 17 touchdowns and the third most fantasy points yielded to the running back position. Can I get an amen on James Robinson? Amen. Amen. Get him in your lineup. You will not regret it. Number three. I'm uh, moving on. Wow. I got. It was like Eddie Murphy. Uh, for back in the day and any number of movies uh, that he did, you know, in in full sexual chocolate mood, if yeah. you recall that one. Uh, there's there's a little bit of a preacher there. I'm, I'm kind of doing a, a jig right now in my studio as a result, a little <laughs> shuffle. Uh, here, let's do some wide receivers. Who's going to shuffle into your lineup? Uh, is it DJ Moore at Buffalo? Brandon Ayuk against Atlanta? Or Chase Claypool against that friendly Tennessee Titans secondary, Brandon? Uh, it's DJ Moore for me. I'm just going to go back to the guy who has had no less than seven targets in any game this year. It's at 10 targets and back to back. He's averaged over 90 yards in his last two games. Uh, had a touchdown and 50 yards a week before that. It's been really good. His last three games been okay with the Cam Newton experience. So I know it's Buffalo, but they're going to throw a lot. Um, you know, and I just, uh, I just think DJ Moore has the safest floor here and I'm not saying he has the highest ceiling, but I think in this case, I'm going to take the safest floor because the safe floor comes with a lot of volume and a lot of potential for, you know, something good to happen. You know what? I'm going to chase Claypool. Yeah, I knew I, you were. Uh, of course I am. Uh, I'm going to go back to what well, I may or may not have money on him on the over 56 and a half receiving yards. Uh, but I'm going to maximize a matchup. Uh, you know, the, the end zone's been so elusive for him. It just one of these days he's got to find it for the second time this season. It's crazy to me. That chase Claypool's got, uh, Claypool's got one TD here in week 15. But that is the case, man. That is crazy. It is is nuts. nuts. It really is. Uh, Number 13 in deep targets. Number 17 in air yards percentage among qualifying wide receivers. Uh, He's getting more targets, more run here these last three to four games. Uh, And you look at Tennessee, 22 wide receivers have had at least 60 yards against them this season. 22. Top three most fancy points allowed in the wide receiver position. Gut feeling that he finds the end zone. They're they're often fickle in trying to predict when guys cross a chalk. But I think it's 70-plus. And a TD. So, yeah, I'm going to cannonball splash into the old clay pool. 
number two. All right, let's work in another grouping of wide receivers. Here are your options this time. A.J. Green doing backstrokes in the Fountain of Youth at Detroit. Devontae Parker against the Jets. Remember, no, Jalen Waddell, he's on the COVID-19 list, along with everybody and your great-grandmother. And Darnell Mooney against Minnesota. Uh, Brandon, though, the Bears are enhanced COVID protocols, and there is a number of guys, including my boy Mandatory Montgomery and his backup running back, Khalil Herbert, who were sick with non-COVID-related illnesses. Oh, and by the way, Ryan, all the third string running back, he's on the COVID list. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Justin Fields will just he's just gonna call his own number every <laughs> single time. Yeah, I'm listen, with Jalen Waddle out, I am just uh excited for the potential volume level for Devontae Parker. I, not the not the best of this group of matchups, although I you know, the Jets, I'm not I'm not, you know, laying awake at night in bed thinking about the Jets secondary. I know they've been better than their run defense for sure, but uh, I just think Tua, you know, is going to take a lot of those throws to Jalen Waddle. And he's going to probably split them between Devontae Parker and Mike Gusecki. So I can see this being a double-digit target game for Devontae Parker. I like his potential for a big play. Uh, and so I'm leaning that way. I don't dislike any of these guys. Oh, man. Uh, this seems like a really tough decision, but it really isn't. Uh, I don't dislike any of them either. Uh, I think Mooney's interesting because you got Noel Allen Robinson, as uh, you mentioned. Parker's interest. You know what? I'm going A.J. Green. Uh, look, I- I'm going to try to associate myself with a better and more proven quarterback, and, and that's Kyler Murray. And A.J. Green's look great, man. I can't believe how good he has looked. Uh, turning back the hands of time. So it's Detroit. Uh, it will be a run-heavy approach. Hopefully, Connor, you know, get out there and not be hampered too greatly by the ham- the uh, the ankle injury. And then, you know, Chase Edmonds will be peppered in there. You worry about game script getting out of control, but I think he can do enough damage in the first half, some around maybe 65, 70 yards, and possibly a TD to warrant the edge over the other guys. But like you, I don't hate any of these options at all. Number one. All right, last group. Let's go back to running back. If you're sitting on the fence with these guys, let's push. People off. Rashad Penny at the Rammies. A.J. Dillon on the road against Baltimore. Or Devonta Freeman, same game, different name, against the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Penny for my thoughts here. I'm going Rashad Penny. I'm kind of coming around. Alex Collins is out. Uh, the Rams are a bit decimated. I think a third of their roster dealing with COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, Tyler Lockett could be out for Seattle. This could be Seattle trying to run a whole lot. Uh, and Rashad Penny being the main thrust of that uh, that uh, you know philosophy or deployment this week. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Penny just because the other guys, um, not as much, not, not a great matchup either. In A.J. Dillon, you're splitting straight up with uh, Aaron Jones, with Devonta Freeman. You're dealing with the potential for Lamar Jackson to, to maybe be out. And if he's not out, he maybe isn't running as much. It kind of could close things off a little bit uh, against Green Bay. So I think Penny volume wise and maybe even matchup wise uh is is the way to go here a slight edge here to penny but i I do want to give a hat tip to devonta freeman who i wrote off uh i thought he was crusty rusty and and destined for shuffleboard sessions at the shady acres retirement home you know you could have went you could have went untrusty there (laughs) uh musty musty i could have got musty would have been good Musty would have been good great yeah Yeah. Yeah, well i can't turn back uh the hands of time now (laughs) but freeman has 
uh, much like A.J. Green in, in the desert. I mean, you look at what he has done uh, since week six, Brandon, RB12 and total fantasy scoring. Is that mind-blowing? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's RB1. That's good. It's an R- I, since week six. I mean, that's that's a decent sample size there. He's it's scored- also an indictment of the craziness of the running back position. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Well, that's that seems to be the case almost every single year. But uh, he yeah. has scored at least 11 PPR points in six of his last eight. Uh, Green Bay kind of middle of the pack in what they've allowed. 4.03 yards per carry, 108.2 total yards per game, a dozen touchdowns. 11th fewest fantasy points surrendered to the running backs. But even with Huntley likely to be under center instead of Lamar Jackson, uh, I think Freeman will get it done. Uh, so slight edge for me there uh, in this running back dilemma. All right, Brandon, before we get on out of here, uh, let's do this. Any other bold takes, anything else that you're looking at? I'll give you one real quick. Okay. I think Josiah DeGuara finds the end zone and finishes as a top 10 tight end this week for the Green Bay Packers. Top 10. Yeah, yeah you know what? He's flashed a little bit. I, I, I see where you're going with that. I noticed him in this last game as well. Had had. Deguara and my thoughts. So uh, I don't hate that take. I will uh, I will stick at the tight end spot and say that Mike Gesicki finishes top four at the tight end. So mm. um, so two tight end two tight ends. Gesicki everybody's playing anyways, but I just I love his setup with no Jalen Waddle this week and uh, I like the I like the deep call on Deguara. I think it's good. Yeah, definitely. So Chattel leaguers, make sure you fire up Mike Gesicki. And then those with deep thoughts by Jack Handy. Uh, make sure you throw in Guara there, and hopefully you can get double-digit production. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this rapid-fire podcast. And as always, until next time, adios, amigos!